So, from Joseph Hegarty, we've got Swallows and Amazons. I don't get it. Swallows and Amazons. Right. I'm not sure where the thing comes from, but I think I think before Jeff Bezos started the Amazon, yeah. right, he had a quite moderately big hotel chain in the UK called the Swallow Hotel. Oh, what, Je- Jeff Bezos, actual Jeff Bezos? Uh... Not really, uh, no. Not in, no, not is... in real life. Yes, yeah, so I, I'm thinking it's. I'm thinking it's a. Uh, it's a film about Jeff Bezos staying in a load of swallow hotels. Okay. And coming up with the idea for Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. That's because he, from every single one of them, he stole a single Bible. Yes, and then sold them. <laughs> he was like, I'm. I'm. <laughs> just going around hotels spending more than the worth of a bible on a hotel room he's like this business strategy isn't working yes and the the film is sort of framed in you know like those movies that are framed in lawsuits yeah like like as in like the in court hearings yeah it's that yeah and it's, it's sort of cut into him going to different hotels while he's been sued for selling all these bibles <laughs> yeah. that he's stolen yeah. from hotel I think, rooms i think basically it, it, the, the kind of like lowest point is when he runs out of money because he's, he's <laughs> instead of just buying books yeah he's going to hotels to get to steal the bibles <laughs> And then coming away with, and he like, and you see him like sneaking into rooms that are currently being cleaned. Oh yeah, um, because you know that's uh, because that that means you can get a second Bible per stay. Oh yeah, or like people having sex in it, you know, like making it real dirty. Oh, right, yeah. dirty, right, dirty. We're gonna have some dirty sex scenes <laughs> in this movie about Jeff Bezos. They're not featuring Jeff Bezos. He never has sex in it. No, no. Who's playing? He Bezos? He never has sex. Who's playing Bezos? Uh... Is it Matt LeBlanc? If you want. Yeah. Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> I, I, in my head, I've got Matt LeBlanc as Jeff Bezos for the foreseeable future. Okay. Like, Just anytime we, share, we we choose Jeff, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's Matt it's LeBlanc Matt from yeah. Friends. Yep. And Joey. <laughs> most, probably most known uh, for his role as Joey. In Joey. In Joey. Joey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So from uh, Bobby Anderson, we've got Here Come the Girls. Okay. Now... I get this, right, because at some point in the kind of, I'm going to say early 2010s, mid-2010s, there was a big marketing push for things, and they all had this song on. I remember the song, so here come the girls, girls. It was just anything that was targeted at women, was it? It was just on others. That was it. Yeah, that's it. Um, okay. It's Girls by Sugar Babes. I looked this up. Okay. Because <laughs> I was just like, okay. I really kind of want to know. I'm, I'm not coming into this pitch unarmed. Yes. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to. I'm going to do some research. Up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is all the research I did. I didn't look at what adverts were on. No, <laughs> they did no. it for. I was just like, no, I want to know. Because I thought it was Girls Aloud at first. Yeah. And then I looked it up. It would make sense. Sugar Babes. Yeah. Yeah. Or the um, Spice Girls, I suppose. Spice Girls, no, a bit too after their time, I think. Yeah, they had, a, they had, a, they, they, they reformed. Yeah, could've, for a bit. Yeah, could have been plausible. Either way, point being <laughs> that, of course, this has to be a movie of the person who went round adverts trying to get the, from the Sugar Babes. Yeah, trying to get that in it, on on every advert. Like they were like, 
my goal is like a bingo card. Yeah. I want to get every single advert in a single ad break to be my song. <laughs> <laughs> now, I can't remember who's in the Sugar Bears, but uh, I just want one of them to be like, to have that mini objective. The, the funny thing is, right, I was thinking about this the other day because I was listening to Freak Like Me by the Sugar Bears. Yeah. As I want to do this is like this is the weird thing. That's not the first time I've, I've that spotified the Sugar Babes this week. Okay, like, and I was just thinking, like, wouldn't it be not cool, but kind of strange to be that guy who knew all the members of the Sugar Babes throughout their many um, incarnations? Incarnations, because yeah. it is like Doctor Who. Yeah, like I they don't. Do, think... They do keep the same names, don't they? <laughs> Yes, yeah. Like, it's just the Sugar Babes, but I don't think they're the original cast of no. the Sugar Babes and anymore. Are, are they even, uh, any of them, the original cast? No, no. It was it was three it's, of them to start. <laughs> it's the Sugar Babes of Theseus. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's the Sugar Babes of Theseus. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, I, I think... I can't remember when the last one got swapped over. <laughs> Like it's like the original Sugar Babe. She yeah. was there, yeah, and then and then she left, and then they replaced her with someone else. I was like, "Is it the Sugar Babes anymore?" <laughs> I mean, I'm all for brand recognition at this point, <laughs> but surely, but this you can't do a sequel to the Sugar Babes, can you? You can't do Sugar Babes two. Just start a new band. <laughs> Sugar Babes two would be such a good name for Wait, a band. Hang on. Is Sugar the name of their manager like Charlie's Angels? <laughs> Maybe, actually, yeah. Sugar Ray, the band from from the early 2000s who, um, <laughs> uh, who sung um, Every Morning. Uh, they go and and played in uh, Scooby Doo, the Scooby Doo movie. Oh, um, Monsters uh, Unleashed. The James Gunn one, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, they, they're in that as well. well one maybe... with Fro- the guy with frosted tips who we were like, it's weird that that guy got so much camera time just for having frosted tips. Yeah. And then, when they're on the plane, it was, start. It was the early noughties. Yeah. Man. And then, yeah. but no, but he got like a, a, a look, a long look. <laughs> and then we realized why at the end is because he's Ray. in Sugar Ray. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I, I think, yeah, we do go for that way for Here Come the Girls, the, yeah. the Sugar Babes movie. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar's Babes. Sugar's Babes. Alan Sugar. <laughs> it's Alan Sugar. Yeah. And it's just we start off with the original cast of the Sugar Babes. Yeah. And then, and then they lose one of them in a mission. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they just keep losing them from different <laughs> missions until it's just an entire different cast of Sugar Babes. <laughs> And then, yeah, I think um, they all realise that none of them have a reason. None of them have ever met Sir Alan Sugar, their their um, patron. Yeah. Right? And so have no loyalty to him anymore. Mm. And so start questioning his objectives. Yeah. And then they all, they finish killing Alan Sugar. Because so, he's a bad guy. So it ends with... 
I don't think you've seen the movie Death Proof, have you? No. No. But Death Proof ends, spoilers for anyone who wants to watch Death Proof, uh, but it ends with Kurt Russell just being beaten the shit out of by three women. Yeah. I think, I think it ends like that, with them just punching him as he's going round from one girl to the next. Kick him out of that apprentice... Um, the gherkin. Air, yeah, the gherkin. apprentice area. Uh, the apprentice area, <laughs> with an Amstrad computer smashed onto his head. Yes. Oh, yeah, they drop they the just... Amstrad computer onto him. <laughs> well, they, well. They, they put it his head through the screen yeah. and then kick him out a window. And then there's, like, birds tweeting round yeah. his... <laughs> Yeah, or under, under, because it's gone through the middle, and it's just like his face. But then there's like little, yeah. little sprites, little like little uh, six-bit animations <laughs> of birds going yeah. around on the screen, there and then go. they push him out a window, yep. and he dies. Yeah, there we go. Here come the girls. So <laughs> what you get for owning a company on there <laughs> when, when when the Lives of Pitch podcast not talking about you. Yeah, if you own a company, you you're not safe in yeah. uh, in the Lives of Pitch universe. No millionaire or hire is safe. <laughs> All right, so from Joe Hegarty, we've got Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Okay, um, so they do a lot of stuff, Johnson and Johnson, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, the... They uh, they turn up at um, they turn up in the FBI. Well, <laughs> uh... the, the point being that the, the company Johnson and Johnson yeah. do um, like Johnson's stuff, right? They do like um, the the soaps and, yeah. and and stuff but also medical stuff yeah uh like the flipping um vaccine for covid-19 stuff yeah um, that, is, that is the johnson company isn't it yeah yeah the the big it's an umbrella corporation mm. that all started with one unlikely partnership <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a with a with a buddy cop movie <laughs> <laughs> where one guy, one soap salesman, yeah. and one and one doctor uh, end up on the wrong side of a of a uh, of a border uh, dispute. <laughs> I was gonna say, right? I was gonna say they both have to help Bruce Willis get out of a skyscraper. That sounds good. Awesome. Wait, why? Yeah, <laughs> two FBI guys, Johnson and Johnson. I don't get it. They're called Johnson and Johnson. Oh, is, are they? I, I, I think maybe I've got it wrong. Maybe this. Uh, I know they've got the same name. Bruce Willis, get out of Oh, the guy. Um, Tom, to be honest, those characters are so forget uh, like forgettable. Yeah, I just have erased them from it's... my mind. You've just reminded me that F- the FBI are in Die Hard. That is a deep cut. Yeah, Big Johnson and Little Johnson. That is that is a deep cut. I, I think that's a pretty memorable bit of the movie because you're just like, why are the two guys called Johnson in this movie? <laughs> just, just never. I've seen Die Hard several times, never even maintained the fact that the FBI's in it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah, that they uh, that they were that they survived that helicopter explosion yeah, yeah. in Die Hard, yeah. and then they become soap and medicine salesmen. <laughs> I suppose so, respectively. Yeah, that's that's the premise of the movie. <laughs> it's the first half of Die Hard. Yeah, and then you and then we cut away Go from away, the yeah. helicopter explosion as they as they fly away on parachutes <laughs> and go. We just we just kind of. We can start wherever we want. I, yeah. We were both sick of everyone of the FBI. thinks we're dead. Yeah, everyone thinks we're dead. We can do whatever we want. I wanted to go into medicine. I want to go into soap. <laughs> they go. They go. They go. <laughs> okay, we say it on three. All right, yeah. we say it on three. <laughs> <laughs> right. What do you want to do? One, two, three. Medicine. 
Well, that's what one of them says. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then the, the other one, one says, says so. One, two, three. So, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of like that. You can, you can imagine. Um, <laughs> that worked exactly as I wanted it yeah. to. Yeah, I was just like, we're going to say the same <laughs> thing here. We, yeah. We usually do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> Both of them say medicine and then one of them just goes, soap, no, soap, soap, soap. <laughs> actually, I, I, I just said what you said. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I want actually is soap. Yeah. I want, to, I want and, to sell soap. And that's the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. As they just embark on, on this uh, medical soap journey. Yeah. It's been a little while since we did a, a product placement movie yeah uh i can't remember what the last one was to be honest was it the was it the monopoly was that was that a games one i don't know monopoly. because someone the other day asked me like oh we should do a board you should do a board game one like a board game based movie i was like i'm pretty sure we've done that we did, we've, we've done the monopoly one yeah uh, we've done the monopoly one a few times we've done a we've monopoly done a couple movie of monopoly <laughs> movies. yeah I, I think that's true yeah um and every time we forget yeah, <laughs> forget we've done a Monopoly movie until we're halfway through the pitch. Um, but like, can you remember any uh, any recent egregious examples of product placement in movies? Egregious examples. Well, you know, just just once. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lego Ninjago movie. Sure. Is, yeah. Because uh, I went to see that at the cinema. Because mm-hmm. I really love Lego movies. Yeah. And. I realised that after the Lego Movie One and Batman, the Lego Batman movie, they've not been very good. No, well, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair like enough. They, they, they are like they are fast diminishing in the returns yeah. department. Oh, for sure. Like even if, I, I mean, I've only this is the thing. I've only seen the Lego Movie. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, no, this makes sense, and it 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 does kind of appear that that's the end of this idea. Yeah, yeah, no. It's it's definitely like making a sequel to it is like making a sequel to The Sixth Sense. <laughs> we know the concept now. Yeah, it's like, oh, he just sees more dead people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This, 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 this boy can still see dead people <laughs> and now is confident just, about it? Yeah. What's what his... He can, like... I don't even know how you'd make a sequel to that, but they, they did. It's Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah, it's Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Somehow. Boy, boy can see people, but now can hit them. Yeah. <laughs> boy can see dead people, but now can and hit them with a key. That is the two-minute mark. That is, the, <laughs> that is the fastest. No, it's not. That's the fastest we've got to Kingdom Hearts. I bet surely. it isn't. I, think, I reckon I've started one of these off with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I just want to talk about Kingdom Hearts for a bit. <laughs> like, straight in. Yeah. What can I say? Once you're in the cult, it's hard to think about anything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, product placement movies yeah. I'm trying to think like Lego Ninjago movie was pretty bad the Lego yeah. movie 2 was better mm-hmm. but only because it had like it, it went back to the what the Lego movie did and just sort of have a reason for the humans being there yeah how was Bond? Bond it was alright I mean like I don't mean how was it I mean oh, how was it for product placement? product placement I couldn't tell wow in fact I'll, I'll get out my Sony laptop and I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll just see <laughs> See if there is any product placement in there. No, no, no I, I genuinely, I don't think. I, I think there was like a gratuitous shot of a watch. I mean, car, right? That's car. Be the one. Yeah. No. There's it, not a car in it. I, the thing is, right? He drives that Aston Martin at the beginning yeah. with the machine guns. Yeah. In the front, which I don't think is like a feature. 
you can get of, on that car. Oh, you, it's not, not an extra you can get. No. But, but point, like, <laughs> even the ones with the machine guns and oil slicks and Actually. things are still product placement because they are like the DB9 or whatever. They now, are the... Now you mention it, there is a lot of the same 4x4s right. in it. Mm. I think they're Audis. But... Because they're just like they're basically he's basically been chased by a load of white vans, <laughs> but they're four befores, right? And you you can't like it's it's not in your face like buy this car like like mm. every other Bond car. Yeah, um, yeah. It is it is just like now that I think about it. Oh yeah, no, those would have been that would have been an advert for that Audi Jeep or whatever. Is that better or worse? Like because I I, I, don't know. I remember um, don't know how I feel about that movie to be honest at all. I don't Anything what, I to can't do remember it. it was Golden Girls or, or or some American sitcom where they genuinely just basically turned to just past the camera and said, "Well, I uh, we've got a lot of people here to feed tonight. Well, it's just so lucky I picked up one of these bags of of." Uh, a bacon oh. a bag uh, chi- rotisserie chicken. They do that a lot in like just old American sitcoms. Yeah, which is something I don't think WandaVision did enough of. No, no, no. Uh, and they could have. They they certainly could have. They, they had they, adverts in it. They did but... have adverts in between, um, yeah. but unfortunately, they really didn't um, <laughs> blend the two aspects of of that show. No, even slightly as well as they could have. No, no. Um, they they really missed a trick on that one, and um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't know about other people's hindsight. Yeah. But my hindsight is exactly the same. As it as it as it was when I was watching it, which is this is not good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I still quite enjoy it. I, I'm not been back to watch it, uh, <laughs> like with all the other Marvel TV shows. They definitely could have done more faster. Like they definitely yeah. could have. It could have been way more frequent with the adverts and the and the product placement and yeah. the and the um, references to different shows. Yeah. That's enough about WandaVision. I mean, I mean, I, like, there's just so much to mine from, is what I'm yeah, trying to say, yeah, in, yeah. That, in that world, yeah. right? There, there, there is so much, so like... Missed opportunities. Exactly, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Is that, like, I'm trying to think... What would be a product placement movie that you wouldn't think... Wouldn't think uh, that was a product placement movie. Um, the furthest thing away. Yeah. Um, how about uh, uh, Dune as an advert for um, boys who uh, <laughs> need to get beaten up? <laughs> I've never heard of that product before. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Timothy Chalamet's career. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Timothy Chalamet's... That's, uh... They call that a vehicle, though, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Just an advert for, like, you come out of it just like, I really want to punch him. (laughs) It's like anything James Corden's in. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to steal James Corden's lunch money. That is product placement for James Corden. Yeah. Everything James Corden is product placement for James Corden. Have you seen the... the, um... Uh, there was a rumour that he was going to oh, be in the Wicked yes. movie and the, there's already petitions being like keep him out of it <laughs> I love how the producers were like it'll probably be a self-fulfilling prophecy the producers mm. are like well 
you know what if we do cast James Corden <laughs> they've, got, they've got the producer situation where it's yeah. like turns out we can make more money with a with a rage flop than a yeah. hit yeah definitely because <laughs> everyone's going to be talking about it yeah have Chris Pratt voice the witch as well <laughs> yeah uh, sorry Adina um, <laughs> we're, uh, we're going with Chris Pratt on this one <laughs> Just taking taking voice jobs left, right, and centre. Chris Pratt, isn't he? He's in Frozen Three as as uh, Elsa. Apparently, you seen, I, 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 was it you who was telling me? I think it was either you or it was Jenny who was talking about why Chris Pratt appears to be getting lots of voice acting jobs. No, is it because he's so cool? <laughs> um, it seems to be the, the the theory goes that it's because he's not uh, vaccinated. And so can't go on to set. So and he's so just he's looking for voice, 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 oh, voice roles. That's a great twist, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you know he's a freaking uh, Crizzo. <laughs> Crizzo? A Crizzo conservative. <laughs> Crizzo conservos. <laughs> Crizzo conservatives. And that leads us back to the Lego movie. Chris Pratt doing Chris, a voice Crizzo role. Pratt, yeah. Crizzo Pratt. Fucking... You, you know, it's... Um, you know what my problem is with Chris Pratt now? What? The fact that... I mean, there's many problems with Chris Pratt. Many, yeah. Many, many. And we'll get to a thought I had about what's happened recently about him. But the fact that I had a thought and I was just like, you know what? Jack Black would have made an incredible Star-Lord. And I'm yep. gutted yeah. that he didn't see that world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, he, he, he wouldn't because I think that Marvel will not hire a an actor mm. for a superhero role that isn't ripped to fuck. Well, apparently James Gunn was going to cast him anyway, Chris Pratt, before really? he worked, like, got ripped. Apparently, like, it was Chris Pratt's decision to do it. Okay. Well, uh, James Gunn would have done it anyway, apparently. Yeah. That's, that's what he said anyway. It, depending or not... Whether the producers were just like, no, he needs to get ripped. Yeah, we yeah. Need, we need we need muscly boys in our muscly boys. I, I think they do because they like. Also, they make jokes like it's like in the Infinity War, and they mm. make a joke just at like uh, at fat people's expense, just yeah. because like the only way we can show that Thor Thor is sad and bad is is that he's now fat. Yeah. Um, but uh, he he fucking owns it at the end of that movie. Sure. Yeah. Like, absolutely. It's just, it's just I don't know. Uh, like yeah. it, it's kind of. That appears to be the Marvel standpoint, yeah. is that like, then, thin people are the only real people. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing is, going into it, Kamel Nagiani, I don't think, needed to do it. He looked fine. Yeah, yeah. He, like, But I mean, that's the thing, they're yeah. all fucking ripped. Yeah, they're, they're all ripped. <laughs> I don't get it. But like, also, the, the Chris Pratt thing recently, where people have been tweeting like, oh, he's doing this voice role now. Yeah. He's doing this voice role yeah. now. Apparently, according to this news article that I saw the headline for, apparently he went to bed upset and depressed. Oh, boy. Oh. Okay. As bullying goes, right? Yeah. It's definitely fucking punching up, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it like, is. like, the thing is, right? He could interpret all these tweets about him not as bullying, just as like, oh, well done, you've got a voice role. Maybe you should go for this one as well. Yeah. Like, like definitely, like, <laughs> play ignorance yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, maybe I could do uh, uh, <laughs> the voice of Scooby-Doo. Maybe I will play Gandalf in this new, uh, in, in this new animated version. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just... 
like I wasn't really so much aware of, mm. of, of why people didn't like Chris Pratt. I honestly just hadn't looked into anything about Chris Pratt ever no. in my entire life. Because frankly, mm. before he was Star-Lord, he was um, in an American sitcom, yeah, which means... So he- he he didn't exist. In yeah, my he wasn't world. on your radar. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, Tom, he didn't exist. Okay, he just did. He not even wasn't on my radar. He he literally had never been born. It's like it's like Jennifer Lawrence as well. Who? Yeah, exactly. Um, she doesn't exist. So uh, like, all she's been in is American sitcoms. Yeah, apparently. yeah. Uh, also, Cronk Blobbins doesn't <laughs> exist. Sure, we can all make up names, Tom. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Cronk Blobbins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you not seen? Flooby Doobins. I haven't seen Flooby Doobins. No, sounds, well, sounds like a vehicle. If I, if I ever uh, <laughs> if a, 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 a Bobbins, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he does I a mean, right good song in that. It's a musical. I'm surprised you've not watched it. Well, I'll 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 look it up on you on the uncultured bastard. Uh, I'll look it up on my on my app. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> um. So yeah, but but yeah, I hadn't looked into Chris Pratt at all. No. And then I just saw an Instagram post and it was like, it was surrounded by commentary as it was, but it was like him and his just the most straight photograph of him and his wife yeah. ever. Like the most sort of like, we're all wearing denim and, <laughs> and, and with white shirts. Yeah. And, uh, it was like the, his, his thing was like, well, his, the, I guess the biggest problem was the, the, caption he'd put on it which was to say like it's like we met at church um we're we're uh just a straight couple of straights and <laughs> um uh she's given me a healthy daughter <laughs> and um uh, and and I, I was like it's a bit it's a bit crizzo yeah. <laughs> but seems fine until i learned that he'd like yeah divorced a previous wife yeah who has a disabled he's got a disabled kid yeah which is a really weird thing to say in yeah. that context. Yeah. And is now it, I don't like Chris he, Pratt. He's a very weird man. Yeah, he's just seen and like, it. And like he fucking hid it as well mm. for so long. Yeah, seems he, like it. it. Now it's just coming out and he's he's leaning into it and I fucking hate it. Yeah, seems to be seems to be a bad evil. Yeah. 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 But like like a not not like a Hitler evil, but like a kind of you know. But a bad evil like nonetheless. A kind of like a. Under the under the carpet, yeah, kind of evil. an under Ooh. the carpet kind of evil. I don't know rat. what I mean. I don't know what I mean. A by crispy that. rat. <laughs> yeah, that's enough about Chris Pratt as well, because uh, right. that's that's not a product placement movie. Well, he's yeah. been in the Lego Movie. He has been in the Lego um, Movie. But if you were to if what what product placement movie? Yeah, wouldn't surprise you. If it if it's if it, it, was, if it was released, out. yeah. Um, well, I think like Minecraft would be one, but it might have passed yeah. its best. Yeah. Um, Minecraft has appeared in a few films though, like yeah, Ready Player yeah, One yeah, and for sure and other things. Roblox, perhaps, like just as a sort of yeah as a as a obviously it would be a cash grab it would be a lame cash grab but like the Playmobil movie the the other thing being that um it would have essentially the same plot as the lego movie because essentially what roblox is is a space in which children are allowed to make anything well yeah like games yeah, yeah. 
Um, and so it would be kind of like, oh, here we are in X world. Oh, here we are at a con a a a, a Lizzo concert. <laughs> We're at a Lizzo yeah, concert, everyone. That, that would happen in the Roblox movie. Yeah, because as we all know, Lizzo is a Roblox affiliate. <laughs> so. She really dug a trench in, into no. that. I, I'll be honest, Tom, whenever I've seen Roblox, Roblox streamed, at one point or other, someone has gone into a popular musician concert. Yeah. Someone has bought, uh, someone has built a whole, like, stadium <laughs> stage. And instead of having anything, like, cohesive going on, because obviously these things are designed by nine-year-olds. Yeah. Instead of having anything, like, a character going about who looks like that person... It's the stage is just full of cut out photographs of this 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 performer. That's incredible. That's so good. <laughs> um, oh, I'd have thought The Sims. Yeah. Although, again, that might be past its time. I think there was Probably. like talk of a Sims movie for ages. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that if if that had happened yeah. in the last, you know. 15 years yeah um i wouldn't expect it to happen now and we're, we're, all we're talking about is video games right now yeah um like they are probably the the, the they've got a lot of cultural capital yeah um uh it, like for for when it comes to like product placement and what like but maybe like obviously the the a big part of product placement isn't when you make a movie about it mm. often it's, it's when just you, in the movie it, it's just in the movie but but at the same time like um it's been made clear that mm. you can just make a movie about a brand yeah. and it's popular and people go, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll continue to, yeah, I'll watch that. I love that brand. Yeah. Um, like, you know, the, the, what's it called? The founder? Um, uh, yeah, the McDonald's man. Yeah, the man yeah. who stole McDonald's or whatever. That's yeah. what it should have been called. Um, <laughs> With the man who stole McDee. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, like... I don't think we needed an origin story for McDonald's. No, no, I genuinely don't think we did. I, I it's again like product placement movies. I think they've got a Venn diagram of like biopic, uh, like genuine sort of like oh let's make this into a movie like video game movies yeah. and and board game movies and stuff like that. Obviously, like the brand is is yeah. there. Uh, Transformers. Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, sure. it's, it's, it's kind of it's fully a product placement movie. Yeah, kind of a weird hybridized product placement movie. I mean, really. I mean, they were they were toys, and then they were cartoons, and then mm. they were movies. Right, like that's yeah. the that's the the kind of road. Yeah, it took. It was a uh, it was a <laughs> it was a series to sell toys, and then it was a film. And then the toys sold the film. It was kind. Of, it kind of ate itself. Yeah, almost, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I wouldn't be surprised if KFC made a pass. Yeah. Um, as a fictionalized. Now here's the thing, right? Mm. I don't know if Colonel Sanders is a real, real bloke, but um, I'm pretty I, sure he's based on someone. Probably based on someone, yeah. right? But KFC aren't exactly forthcoming with like. Hey, this is the actual history of this man. Yeah. Right? What they like to do is fictionalize him. Mm. Um, a lot like Wendy's fictionalize Wendy. Yeah. Right? Mm. And we don't have Wendy's here in this country, so we're kind of a little bit out of the loop as to what the lore is behind Wendy's. Yeah. But um uh but KFC, we know, right? KFC are regularly creating 
a VR game in which the the colonel is a character and <laughs> it's an ARG. Yeah. It's the oldest ARG. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a character and he and he helps you learn to fucking make a chicken, right? Yeah. Um uh <laughs> helps you to make a chicken. Wait, yeah. hang on. I, I had to go back a bit there because you you said something and I just agreed and then I was like, "Hang on." I just, I just to make a chicken. Yeah, I just make a chicken do a tasty, yeah. whatever, <laughs> uh, whatever it is they do in KFC. Yeah. Um, no one knows. I will not. I choose not to know. Um, <laughs> but uh, point being that, like, Colonel Sanders is this fictionalized character. Mm. He's a he's a blown up character, maybe from a from a from a real person, but is going in the direction of. Of a fictional character, so I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of money drawn in from KFC, a lot of money drawn in from the uh, from the armed forces, <laughs> and have a man who, whilst behind enemy lines in World War Two, stole a load of chickens and fed an entire army. <laughs> Stole yeah. chickens from the Nazis, yeah, and fed a whole army with his uh, with his fried chicken nonsense, yeah, because they was... couldn't. They had to steal bread, but it was rubbish bread. It was like all it was all stale, yeah, right, because it had been left out yeah. uh, in a POW camp, <laughs> and it, and they were like only feeding them uh, only feeding them uh, dry stale bread. Yeah. So he was like, "Well, we can crumble this." <laughs> And I've got this oil. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, uh, he breaks in and, and, and there's a whole rack of spices. <laughs> well, one of the one of the 11 herbs and spices is ground up Nazi bones. <laughs> That's it. We still know to this day yeah. that Colonel Sanders it's, loves loves to, to eat it was ground the even, up Nazi bones. even darker side of Operation Paperclip. <laughs> it's just like... We just put, put them in, ground them up. Put them on the chicken. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's, there's still like loads left. Yeah. Oh yeah, they've got a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 ground up a lot of Nazis, and they only use when they say eleven herbs and spices, it's only one eleventh of the herbs and spices, and it is the less yeah. of it. It's like yeah. one. It is one like atom. It's one molecule of a Nazi. That's the thing. That's, that's the thing. That's why America keeps creating Nazis. That's it. That's why the alt right have to stay. And you know what? Southern states. Yeah, that's where Kentucky is. And then they're just farming Nazis. People are asking where <laughs> where Richard Spencer went. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think Alex Jones is so scared? Yeah. All the time. All the time. All the time. And he's not even heard of this conspiracy yeah. because it's a brand new this conspiracy. Brand new. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, what, what what I'm saying is that the next the next product placement movie is going to be a fictionalized origin story for Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Uh, not including that conspiracy theory. Not in- probably I, not. I, I don't think KFC would sign off for that. I don't think so. No. 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 I don't think that they they would uh, they would particularly enjoy. Uh, they could imply it though. They could. They could. They could have a little little nugget in there. Do you think Amazon would go so far? That, that's the two that I would I would yeah. see. Right, was would be Amazon or Elon Musk making a biopic about himself, <laughs> starring starring himself. No, no, no. Starring <laughs> as we fucking, all fucking know, Chris Pratt. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, that's, he would be a good fit for Elon Musk. Actually, yeah, like, maybe. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I mean, like he's, just, he's, just he's, turning up in places where no one wants him. Yeah. You know. 
That's pretty much Musk for you. Yeah. Um, they both they both do. Yeah, they both do turn up whenever you don't want them. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I, I so Bezos doing an Amazon origin story. Mm. Um, there's that. They already have this sort of. Uh, I made it out of my. I started in my garage. Sort of lie. Yeah. Right. Um. So that would be easy for them to try to seal into. Nobody would go and see it, yeah. but the very fact that it existed would help to seal that lie into the public consciousness. Yeah. Or it could have the Streisand effect, right? It's, it's like the, the Steve Jobs and the Facebook movie. Yeah. Like, I don't think either... I don't think Steve Jobs or Mark Zuckerberg come off well from those movies. That's yeah. the thing, but I reckon... If but there was... is now a fictionalised account of their underdogness... Yes. Um, yeah. When at, at no point in their life had they really been underdogs, a- no. apart from in the context of versus Microsoft or like yeah. versus something massive, or in the social hierarchy of Harvard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like like they were slightly less muscly than the people on the football team at Harvard. Yes, <laughs> that, that was there. Steve Jobs, we're looking at you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, like uh, the, the the you've got to dig deep to make these people underdogs. Yeah, um, and you have to use a very old frame, like yeah. the old the old sort of Revenge of the Nerds frame. Yeah, you have to use, um, uh, in, in, you know, like because we all now recognise like economic privilege to be what it is. Yeah. Whereas I think back in the day when Steven Spielberg was painting Middle America and economic mm. privilege was just like, that's how normal people live. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Only exemplified by John Hughes. John Hughes, later exactly, on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. John Hughes is definitely like a, a massive... Perfected by John Hughes, yeah. <laughs> just, just, he, t- he took Spielberg and was like, you know what? Maybe those houses need to be bigger. They're a little small, yeah. They're tiny, those houses. Mm. Those bungalows, almost. That's not reflective of the, of the majority of America, I don't think. No, no, no. We, we need houses of at least 11 rooms. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, um, point being uh, that, like, what was the point? I don't know. Uh, oh yeah. So, Be- I think Bezos and Musk are are um, egotistical enough, yeah, to want to put major motion pictures out mm. about themselves, but not weirdly enough. Not well. Musk, I think, probably would do it for himself right yeah he would probably make something completely incorrect up yeah um whereas i think because there's already that spin on bezos's situation where he like oh i was in my garage and it's like what that means is you were working out of a specific space at the bottom of your your parents garden Mm. your parents garden is 400 acres and you are we're a city block away. Yeah, but we uh, all we all know we all know it's going to be a tiny garage in a bungalow in uh, suburban. He's like, this is my last book. <laughs> I got my last book. I'm going to sell it to buy two books. It's an encyclopedia on the Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. Ooh. Log in. What what shall I name myself? Um um um. Amazon. <laughs> That's a great impression of Jeff Bezos. Yeah, it is. Who, when you look at him, you imagine that voice. <laughs> you do a bit. Yeah. You do a bit. And, uh, you know, you imagine hit that voice and spraying champagne in William Shatner's face. Yes. Yeah. Slapping a cork against his forehead. Jeff Bezos, the only man alive who can 
make me feel bad for William Shatner. <laughs> what, because because William Shatner was stuck in a capsule with Jeff Bezos? Well, also because while he was <laughs> making a heartfelt speech, yeah. heartfelt, it's William Shatner, yeah. um, he was making a speech about what being in space meant to him. Yeah. Jeff Bezos just uh, walked in front of him yeah. while he's doing this speech. Oh. And went, can we get some more champagne? Can we get some? He pops some champagne in front of him and goes, can we get some more champagne over here? Let's get some more champagne. Uh, and and like, that's, that's how we end the movie. William Shatner, a recovered alcoholic <laughs> whose wife died of alcohol poisoning. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> like, I was reading up about that the other day. Actually, like, I by no means like William Shatner. Yeah, yeah. But, but goddamn, did Bezos manage to make me? Yeah. Go, oh, poor guy. As, as I was saying, that's how we end the movie. Yeah. On on a <laughs> weird note. Yeah. <laughs> Just William Shatner's murderous eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chris Pine mm. playing uh, William Shatner in the movie. Yeah, yeah. and he's just looking dead eyed towards. <laughs> <laughs> Matt LeBlanc playing <laughs> Jeff Bezos <laughs> goes to goes for the space knife on his belt <laughs> he's taking it up there with him yeah <laughs> you need this knife when you go to space yeah definitely definitely hello just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes we hope you've enjoyed it if you have maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media by word of mouth anywhere really maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone and maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.